0: Seasoned greetings to your listeners, and welcome to another episode of Dinsdale Kringle's Classic Christmas Archives. Fibber McGee and Molly, aka Jim and Mary and Jordan, were an immensely popular married comedy duo from the mid-30s through the late 50s. Their impact on pop culture was so great that I can remember references to Fibber's closet and the tagline Taint Funny McGee being common knowledge among my friends back when I was a kid in the 70s. The Jordans began their radio program in 1935, and according to Wikipedia, they eventually broadcast more than 1,600 episodes. On top of that, they were able to spin off a pair of very popular sitcoms, The Great Gildersleeve and Beulah. They eventually branched out into feature films, making a quartet of entertaining comedies. Today, we'll hear a pair of those 1,600 programs, from December 1952. First up, when an unexpected and unappreciated gift arrives on their doorstep, Fibber and Molly head off to the store to exchange it for something they can use, meeting the usual assortment of crazy characters as the object of their affection keeps changing. Next up, when Fibber learns that Doc Gamble's going to be spending the holidays alone, he sets about organizing a festive party with all their friends. So, without any further ado, I give you the classic radio comedy stylings of Fibber McGee and Molly.
1: The Reynolds Aluminum Program with Fibber, McGee, and Molly. (laughs) The Reynolds Metals Company, makers of Reynolds Aluminum, present Fibber, McGee, and Molly, transcribed with Bill Thompson, Arthur Q. Bryan, Cliff Arquette, Elvia Allman, and me, Harlow Wilcox. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Keith Fowler and directed by Max Hutto, with music by the Kingsmen and Billy Mills Orchestra. (laughs) Here's news of interest to every home builder, to all builders everywhere. Your best buy in flashing is aluminum. Reynolds Lifetime Aluminum Flashing. It costs much less than any other rust-proof material. It's easy to use, looks good, and lasts practically forever. You can buy Reynolds Lifetime Aluminum Flashing in rolls or in flat sheets of various sizes, and also in a handy new package you'll want to know about. This package contains ten stout aluminum sheets, each 18 inches wide and four feet long. Perfect for flashing, of course, and a great idea to have around the farm or home or workshop. To make a tabletop, maybe, or a wagon floor, or to put behind the stove or sink. Ask for Reynolds Lifetime Aluminum Flashing at Hardware and Building Supply Dealers, or write to Reynolds Metals Company, Louisville 1, Kentucky. The Christmas shopping season is at its peak in Westful Vista, with hundreds of shoppers in every store. We find two of these shoppers returning home now, their hearts full of joy and good cheer, (laughs) their arms full of bundles and packages, and their feet full of aches and pains. As we join Fibber McGee and Molly.
2: Oh, I'm glad we're almost home, dearie. I couldn't walk another block. Me neither. This Christmas shopping is brutal, kiddo. I don't know which is flatter, my feet or my wallet. Well, we accomplished a lot today. Yeah. Although I'm not too sold on that present you bought for Aunt Sarah. Uh, Dear old, rich, tight-fisted Aunt Sarah. (laughs) Bless her little tiny cast-iron heart.
3: What's
2: the matter with her present? Well, it just doesn't seem very glamorous. A home bunion kit. Yeah. <laughs> well, I bet she hasn't got one. Besides, it was... McGee, will you look? Oh. Somebody left a package for us. Yeah, my gosh, right on our porch. All done up in Christmas paper. I'll bring it in. Oh, it's a big one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, who's it from, kiddo? Who's it from? Has it got a card on it? Yes, yes, it says here. It says, Merry Christmas from Wallace. Oh. Oh, my goodness, Mr. Wimple. Yeah. Well, what do you know? Good old Wimple. I didn't expect this much from Mr. Wimple. I'll set it on the table, kiddo. Right. Certainly is a big one. Yeah. Funny shape, too. (laughs) I'd sure like to know what it is. So would I, but it's not right to open presents before Christmas. No, no, that's kid stuff. (laughs) Sure is a whopper, ain't it? (laughs) Sort of bulgy. I wonder what makes it bulge that way. Me too. But we'll find out Christmas Day. That's soon enough. Of course it is. Yeah. We're not the curious type. No, no, not us. (laughs) We'll just stick it in the closet till Christmas. That's what we'll do. Yep. Sure is a big one, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah, kind of tall and wide, both. I can't figure it out. Well, into the closet it goes. Until Christmas Day. Yep. Yep. Then we'll see what it is. Right. That's when presents ought to be opened. And not a minute sooner. Yep. McGee. Yeah? Let's stop kidding ourselves. Open it up.
3: Right.
2: (laughs) Yeah, we put up a pretty good fight, though, didn't we, kiddo? (laughs) I'm glad we lost. Yeah. This is certainly... Oh, my gosh. Do you see what I see, kiddo? I'm afraid I do. Huh. So that's our gift. Well, what are we supposed to do with a three-foot plaster statue of the Statue of Liberty? It isn't just a statue, McGee. It's a lamp. You see? Oh. You, s- you screw the light bulb there in Liberty's torch. Oh
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: she's got a plug right in the middle of her back there.
3: <laughs> oh,
2: so, this is just awful. Pretty bad, all right. Boy, oh boy. Why, well, anybody who turned the Statue of Liberty into a lamp would stick a picture of his dear old white-haired mother on a piece of wood and sell it for a dartboard. <laughs> gift or no gift, this thing has got to go. You're right, McGee. We'll take it back. You said it. We'll turn it in and get something we really want. I wouldn't do this as a rule, but there are times. Well, need to... Come in. Hurry, daughter, hurry, Johnny. Hello there, kid old-timer. Hi, old-timer. What you got there on the
1: table, Johnny? Shoopy doll?
2: No. Sort of a Christmas present. It is, <laughs> eh? Yeah. Well, I've been getting ready for Christmas, too. Yeah? Went out to
4: Dugan's Lake and cut myself down a tree.
3: Oh. <laughs> Have
2: you got your tree
4: already? Yep. I done my Christmas chopping early. <laughs> ain't done so good with my presents, though. Yeah? Can't figure out what to give,
2: Bessie. Oh, you're having trouble with her presents, huh? Yep. Used to
4: be real simple. Yeah? I gave her a pearl necklace a long time ago, and every year I've been adding to it. Oh. So big now, though, I can't add no more to it this year. No room
2: for more pearls, eh?
4: That ain't what I added. Oh? I started one pearl and added more string. <laughs> Along now the pearl drags on the ground.
5: Candy makes a nice gift, Mr.
2: Oldtimer. Not for Bessie, daughter. She's too sentimental. Sentimental about candy? Yep. When I give her
4: candy, she don't eat it. She presses it in a book. (laughs) She's got the messiest library in town.
2: Don't you have any other ideas for her? Well, I did see one thing I liked.
4: A real crazy red turtleneck sweater with go 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 crocheted across the bosom. Yeah. I showed it to Bessie in the store window and she said, "Honey, I wouldn't wear that to a dog fight."
2: Oh, so that's out too, huh?
4: Nope. I think I'll get it for her anyhow. There's a dog fight. We just won't go.
3: <laughs> Come on, kid. Come on.
1: Billy Mills, the orchestra, and Hindustan.
2: Will you look at the mob in this store, Molly? Let's exchange this lamp for something we really want and get out of here quick. All right, but don't drop it. I won't drop it. Twenty dollars that thing cost. I saw one in the window. Twenty bucks. My gosh, was Wimp ever a sucker. Imagine spending twenty bucks on a stupid thing like us. I mean, uh, a stupid thing like this. Hey, what you looking at? Oh, look. Look at those lovely bath towels. Aren't they beautiful? Yeah, all woolen about three yards wide. Boy, look at the size of them things. Who gets that wet?
5: (laughs) I'd love to have one of those, McGee. Uh, They're just
2: $2 a piece. Say, we could exchange that lamp for 10 of these towels. Oh, well, if you like them, kid, go ahead and get them and let's go on home. I'm not the type of guy that he stands in the way of my wife getting something you want that Wimp is paying for.
5: (laughs) Wonderful. Come on, here's the exchange desk. Let's turn in the lamp and get a credit slip. Good.
2: Hey, bud, you the exchange clerk? What does the sign on my desk say? (laughs) Exchange clerk
6: And what does the sign on the wall behind me say? Exchange clerk Well, think it over, take your time
2: I'm sure that in less than half an hour You'll say to yourself Ah, that man is the exchange clerk (laughs) Okay, you don't have to make a dad ride a protection out of it. I want to turn in this lamp.
5: Yes, and I'd like well,
2: to... Well, hello, baby. I didn't see you there behind this elderly gentleman. What do you mean, elderly? Oh, go play with your statue, Dad.
5: <laughs>
2: Did anyone ever tell you what gorgeous lips you've got, baby?
5: Why, yes... Yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, not lately, but... Yeah, uh...
2: you know, they're just as red as that garnet and ring you're wearing. That ain't garnet, that's ruby. And besides... Well, I'm happy to know you're ruby.
3: <laughs>
2: what say we do the town tonight? Now, just a darn minute. Ah, uh, we'll hit the high spots, ruby. Dinner at the finest cafeteria. Our tray.
3: <laughs>
2: Our tray's gently touching. Then a triple feature movie. The exotic crunch of buttered popcorn.
4: Uh, cut that out, Buster.
2: You're talking to my wife. Your wife? Yeah, my wife. Ruby, is this true? <laughs>
3: yes,
2: he's my husband. Well, I'm sure he doesn't deserve you no matter who he is. Oh, that's silly. Well, you're a lucky man, silly. Huh? <laughs> Short for Sylvester, Sylvester, I
3: suppose. Yeah, no doubt.
2: Never mind the clatter. Just take this lamp.
5: And write me on the exchange slip, sir. I want some bath towels.
2: Well, you look clean to me. (laughs) But you shall have the towels. Ah, here you are, Ruby. And drop back any time you decide to exchange Sylvester. (laughs)
5: McGee, are my lips really so red? I'm not wearing a bit of lipstick. Yeah,
2: they're red, and so's mine, so's everybody's. Just look around the store, and I'll give you 50 bucks for every pair of green lips you see in the whole town.
5: Ah, <laughs> oh, you're cute when your eyes flash that way. Ah, oh, sure. After all, I... Oh, here we are, miss. I'd like some of those large towels, please. Yes, madam. Ten of them, please. I have a credit card Hey, hello
1: there, Molly.
2: Hi, pal. Hello, Mr. Wilcox. Hi, Junior. You down here picking up some Christmas presents, or are you paying for them? <laughs>
3: no. <laughs>
1: No, as a matter of fact, pal, I've been up in the toy department auditioning for the part of Santa Claus.
2: Oh, really? What part of him did you audition for, Mister? <laughs>
1: All of him, with the help of six pillows. Oh, you didn't need six. <laughs> I gave the children a big smile and I said, Merry Christmas, kiddies. Merry Christmas. Ho ho ho. <laughs> To scare the big junior out of him. <laughs> well sir, it was it was really cute. Oh I bet. Yeah, one chubby little chap climbed up in my lap and he said, Sandy cloth, isn't your house awfully cold up at the North Pole? Hmm. I suppose you had a clever retort on the top of your tongue. Oh sure sure. I said not anymore, sunny or sunny. <laughs> I said it used to be cold but now my house is lined with Reynolds aluminum reflective insulation.
3: brother.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, sir, I said, that light bright aluminum foil on craft paper, so easy to tack or staple in place. And ho, 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 what a job it does, I said. (laughs)
2: What did Chubby Little Lapsitter say to that?
1: Nothing. He just smiled happily and set fire to my beard. (laughs) form of criticism, no doubt. <laughs> well, I beat the fire out with my mittens, and I said, In the wintertime, kiddies, Reynolds insulation keeps your house warmer with less fuel. Oh? In summer, it keeps the house up to 15 degrees colder. Oh, ho, 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 I said. Oh, that
3: again.
2: Mr. Wilcox. <laughs> Mr. Wilcox, you single-handed have probably set Christmas back 50 years. Oh, thank you, miss. Here's the credit slip. Well,
1: I tell you, I tell you, the kids love me. Yeah? Yeah, one little fellow about seven years old climbed up on the chair arm, and he said... Santa Claus, is it really true that Reynolds' reflective aluminum insulation is not only lighter and easier to work with than heavy bulk insulation, but aluminum actually means more for your money? Is that true, he said? Hmm. Precautious, youngster, wasn't he? (laughs) Ah, it really is true, Sonny, I boomed. Ever since the Reynolds Metals Company brought competition into the industry to push production up and keep the price down. Sure. Ho, 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 I said. Oh, again. Well, with that, Cousin Claude smiled.
2: Cousin Claude?
1: Yeah, the lad who asked the question. Oh, I see. Hey, I owe him a buck. I better find him. See you later, kids. Yeah.
2: Good old San Aluminum.
5: <laughs> well, let's go, dearie. Uh, do you want to carry the towels? It's a pretty big package. No,
2: you can carry them. That's okay, Tootsie. I'll lead the way on account of because. Uh-oh. Hey, wait a minute. Look at all the fancy tools here, Molly. Oil.
6: Attention, please. Is there a doctor in the house? Please go to the tobacco
4: counter immediately, doctor. A customer can't decide which cigarette to buy. <laughs>
5: my goodness. The problems doctors have to face these days. Oh, McGee, there's Mabel Toops. Hold these towels a minute. I want to talk to Okay. Mabel, wait
2: a minute. Boy, I'd sure love to have one of these combination hacksaw, scroll saw, buck-saw outfits. Boy, oh, boy. With the nail punch and the chisel on the end. Look at that. And the hollow handle full of iodine. <laughs> Twenty bucks, the tag says. Well, just the iodine alone would save that much in doctor bills, and I can't see why... Hi, mister.
5: Ah, oh! Oh my gosh. Hello there, Tina. Hi. What are you doing? Shopping? Sure. Oh? I'm buying Christmas presents. Oh? Mm Mm-hmm. Some Yankees for my mama and some hamburger for my daddy to smoke.
2: Uh, but but, but, wait a minute. People don't smoke hamburger.
5: Oh, my daddy does, I betcha. He does? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. He came home one night and said what he wanted to eat was a great big steak. So? So Mama said you'll get hamburger, and you can put that in your pipe and smoke it. <laughs> I I think I'll get him a half a pound.
2: <laughs> you will, huh?
5: Because? It, huh? I
2: said you will, huh? Well, what? Get him a half a pound. For what? Hamburger. For we'll
5: what? To put in his pipe and smoke it. I know it. <laughs> okay. Oh, I like Christmas. You on Christmas vacation now, Tini? Yeah. I'm having fun down here today, though, I bet. Yeah? (laughs) Mm-hmm. Some friends of mine have got a job singing Christmas carols, and I'm helping.
2: No kidding? Mm -hmm,
5: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: What do you do for them? Carry their music?
5: No. I carry the lead. Uh Uh-oh. That's my music. See you later, mister. Okay, Tini.
4: This is the story of a reindeer. A super
5: extraordinary reindeer. He wasn't what a reindeer ought to be. For he had one peculiarity. Go on, Teeny, you tell. <laughs> <me>. <laughs> okay, fellas, I'll tell. Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer had a very shiny nose. And if you ever saw it, you would even say it glows. All of the other reindeer. Used to laugh and call him names. They never left for Rudolph, joining any reindeer games. On one foggy Christmas Eve, Santa Claus lost his way. Then he cried.
4: Without a guiding light, old Saint Nick won't ride tonight.
5: <laughs> Just then, along came Rudolph, galloping,
4: galloping, galloping, galloping through the stormy night. Santa Claus shouted,
5: Rudolph!
4: Please guide us on our way. And the reindeer answered, Rudy. Come along, we'll let you play. So Dasher and Dasher and Pratcher and Vixen and Comet and Cupid and Donner and Blitzin away. Hey, boy, hey, Rudolph! that sleigh. Hey, hey, hey! Rudolph
5: the red-nosed reindeer. Brighter than a neon sign. There used to be eight reindeer.
4: Don't you worry if you should see Stormy weather on Christmas Eve Santa will find
5: his way to you Cause Rudy's equipped with radar,
4: too Oh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer mm-hmm. Trinkle, twinkle on your way Everybody loves that reindeer Cause Rudolph saved the day For little children Yes, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer's here to stay
2: Now, you sure saw that that saw's wrapped up good, did you, sis? Uh, Yes, sir. Here you are, sir. Thank you.
5: Mabel said to say hello to you, dear. Oh. Grab the package. Say, that's not my towel. No, I traded them
2: in, kiddo. You didn't. Yeah, for the greatest invention you ever saw. A combination hacksaw, scroll saw, and bucksaw. With a hollow handle full of iodine. <laughs> <coughs> something I've wanted all my life. Heavenly days. I never heard of such a thing. Yeah, me neither, but it's something I've wanted all my life.
3: <laughs> well, anyway. Attention, please.
4: Will a janitor kindly bring a crowbar
2: to the furniture department? Another fat lady is stuck in the left seat. Hmm, she's stuck. I had some
5: nice towels, and look what I got stuck for.
2: That's just silly. Oh, hello, Dr. Gamble. Well, good afternoon, Molly. It's nice to see you. Hiya, Mudhead. <laughs> hello, whale hips.
5: Doing your Christmas shopping,
2: are you, Doctor? Well, just looking around, Molly. I thought i hey, might... Hey, do f- me a great favor, will you, Patson? Don't buy me a necktie. Oh? I saw your taste in ties, and brother, it stinks. <laughs> Why McGee? Yeah. Ah. ah, look who's talking about taste in ties. The poor man's Lucius Booby. <laughs> look at that creepy cravat he's wearing, Molly. Looks like his omelette blew up.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Is
2: that so? Well, it is pretty horrible. Yeah, that thing must have been designed by a cross-eyed Russian with a vodka hangover who hand-painted it with his feet.
3: <laughs>
2: Where did you get that error, Juggiers? From you.
3: Oh. <laughs>
2: For my birthday. And that's why I say don't give me a necktie. Mm. Well, it fits your personality. Huh. Look <laughs> the kind of things he wears, Molly. Ha, <laughs>
5: No. Oh. I think that's a very handsome necktie the doctor has on.
2: Well, thanks, Polly. It's my favorite. Just an old Fallard I've had for years. A what, Doctor? An old filard. Well, you know what I always say? There's no Falard like an old Fillard. <laughs> hey, gosh, don't you get it? It's a play on the old proverb. No fool like an old filard.
3: <laughs> you tell him, Doctor.
2: Ain't funny, McGee. <laughs> Yeah, uh, you're both just jealous on him, kind of because you can't think him up like that, that's all. Yes, I'm just envious of your wit. You betcha. Well, I got to run along, Molly. I got a date this afternoon with well, Sad Sam Korshack, the used car millionaire.
6: Oh, I'd like to be sad
5: like he is. <laughs> <laughs> that guy
2: must be loaded. Every time I look around, he's opening up another used car lot someplace. Yes, I'm going over for his latest grand opening this afternoon. In fact, I'm taking charge of it. You? Him. You opening a used car lot? No, I'm opening the used car dealer. Huh? Mr. Korshak's appendix comes out today. Oh, Isn't he sweet, dearie? No, sure. This close to Christmas, everybody's sweet. But you wait till I... Uh-oh. Attention,
3: please. The elevators on the east side stop only at the second and fourth
4: floors. Between the hours of 3 and 5 and... Oh,
1: no, sorry. I mean the elevators on the west side stop at the third and fifth floors between the hours of two and four. Uh, uh, the uh, uh, east side the elevators from six to nine will
3: stop on the seventh and eighth
5: floors. Uh, the, the, the west side of the... Oh, the heck with it. Walk off. <laughs> well, come on, McGee. Hang on to your little furniture wrecker there and let's go home. I just don't know how we're going to explain to Mr. Wimple about that Hey, their...
2: Molly. Looky here. Look at the stuff in this food counter here, will you? Ooh. Look at that. Smoked turkey.
5: Oh, that's the most delicious. I had a bite once.
2: Hey, look. I just got a whale of an idea, kiddo. Tell, Mother, tell me. Uh, I'm going to take this saw back. We've been going at this whole thing all wrong, kiddo. We have? You betcha. We've been entirely too sensible about this. That's what we've been entirely too sense. My gosh, Christmas ought to be for fun.
5: That's right, you're so right.
2: somebody gives you something you don't want, you shouldn't ought to trade it for something sensible like towels or tools. You ought to get something extravagant.
5: Keep talking, wipe your chin, and tell me more. (laughs)
2: Something we've always wanted and couldn't afford, like... A smoked turkey. That's it. That's it. Go on, buy one. Buy it. Oh, miss, we'd like to look at some smoked turkeys, please. Yeah, $20 one, sis. You pick it out, kiddo. I'll run and exchange this silly sauce set, and boy, we'll live it up,
3: kiddo. (laughs)
5: Uh, Give me just one more slice, dear, and we'll put the turkey away. Good. I think I'll invite all our friends over tomorrow evening. Mr. Wimple, too. Uh, Let me get
2: out that other drumstick off of there before you start sending out any invitations, Tootsie. Boy, this is delicious. (laughs) I wonder how the poor people are
3: doing.
2: This was quite a parlay, you know that? From Wimple's lamp to bath towels to a set of sauce to a smoked turkey.
5: (laughs) (laughs) I need to try to exchange this poor thing, dearie.
2: Yeah. This, uh, this bird has suffered. Yeah. <laughs> nah, that was the best idea. Somebody at the door, throw a towel over the turkey. I don't want to give this expensive stuff Come in. to
5: those... Oh, for goodness sakes, Mr. Wimple.
2: Don't say anything, don't say anything. Hello, folks. <laughs> oh, hi, Wimple old man. Come in, boy, glad to see you. Thank you. Sit
6: down, Mr. Wimple. Oh, I really can't stay, Mrs. McGee. I just stopped by to make sure you got that box I left on your porch this morning.
2: Oh, sure, we got it, Wimp. Looks exciting, too. We put it away in the hall closet till Christmas.
5: Uh, yeah, Yes, uh, yeah. we'll take it out Christmas Day, Mr. Yeah.
6: Good. Huh? I'll pick it up early Christmas morning. You, huh? It's my present for Sweetie Face. <laughs> She always opens her packages, and I bring them in the house, so I thought I'd leave it here with you and fool her this time. Yes,
5: uh, yes, you'll certainly fool her all right.
2: Yes. Uh, Sit down, wimp. Have some smoked turkey, boy. I want to tell you about a funny thing that happened to us today on our front porch.
1: (laughs) River and Molly return in a moment. Many of you who roasted your Thanksgiving turkey in Reynolds wrap will want to repeat that wonderful experience this Christmas. But if you want to change from turkey, remember you can get the same extra benefits by roasting any meat in this pure aluminum foil. It's the perfect way to bake a Christmas ham. You get more flavor because the juices are sealed in. More meat on the table because there's less shrinkage in the oven. No oven watching either. No basting. No fear of burning. Whatever your Christmas menu, make it easy, make it better with Reynolds Wrap. Stock up at your grocer's standard 25-foot rolls and jumbo economy rolls 75 feet. Ask by name for Reynolds Wrap, the original and genuine. Made by the world's largest producer of aluminum foil, the Reynolds Metals Company.
5: Have some more turkey, Mr. Wimple.
6: Thank you, it's delicious
2: So that's a deal then, Wimp You always spend five bucks on us for Christmas So you merely take the dough for the next four years And buy your wife another lamp with it
5: Right?
6: Right Uh, Hand me that drumstick, please Thank you Uh, McGee Hmm?
5: What are we going to give him for Christmas? Have you bought it?
2: Bought it? You think I'm going to buy a present for a guy That ain't going to give us anything till
3: 1956? (laughs)
2: Don't be naive, kiddo Boy, look at that bird eat. Good cheeky. Good night.
5: Good night, all.
1: (laughs) The Reynolds Metals Company, Pioneers of Progress through Aluminum, brings you Fibber, McGee, and Molly each week at this time. Reynolds Aluminum also brings you Mr. Peepers, starring Wally Cox, on NBC television Sunday night. See your local paper for time and channel. And don't forget to be with us again next Tuesday night. Good night.
2: Transcribed. Tonight, play Two for the Money with Herb Schreiner on NBC.
4: and slay, o'er the fields we go, laughing all the way, bells on bobtail ring, making spirits bright, what fun it is to ride and sing a sleighing song tonight.
1: of Reynolds Aluminum presents Fibber McGee and Molly transcribed with Bill Thompson, Arthur Q. Bryan, Dick Legrand and me, Harlow Wilcox. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Keith Fowler and directed by Max Hutto with music by the Men and Billy Mills Orchestra. The Reynolds Metals Company extends to all of you the best wish of the season. And the very best wish, the most fervent hope in every heart, is peace on earth. Much of Reynolds' expanding aluminum production now goes to the defense of the nation, the defense of our free world. But the ultimate aim is peace always. And the great destiny of light, strong, rust-proof Reynolds aluminum lies in peaceful progress, in making farm buildings and factories more efficient at lower cost. In making almost any manufactured product lighter in weight, better in performance, longer lasting. So the Reynolds Metals Company looks forward to the day when all aluminum production can be turned to constructive uses. In a future when the inspired hope of Christmas shall be realized. And on earth, peace, goodwill toward men. <laughs> Today is Christmas Eve in Wistful Vista And big plans are underway this afternoon Because tonight a certain lonely bachelor Named Dr. Gamble Is going to have a surprise party Thrown at him by a couple of spreaders of Christmas cheer Named Bibber McGee and Molly
2: So I got all the other guys lined up for the party too, Molly I told him what to do and what to bring to Doc's house when, 7.30. Well, good. I'm so glad we decided to give Dr. Gamble this big surprise party, dearie. Yeah, he'll be the most surprised big party in town. (laughs) You know, Doc must get pretty lonesome being a bachelor. Nothing in his stocking for Christmas but holes. (laughs) Well, you know, when I heard that his housekeeper had gone home for the holidays, I knew we had to do something. Yeah. We couldn't let the poor lad spend Christmas Eve alone wandering around that empty house. Let's face it, Tootsie. No house with Doc Gamble in it is an empty house. (laughs) Why, when he walks into the Elks Club, he fills the room like cigar smoke. Well, even so... Did you ever notice when he walks into our living room how the grand piano steps aside? (laughs) No. (laughs) Me either, but ain't it a funny idea? (laughs) Now, look, about the party tonight... Uh, what time am I supposed to call and get him away from home? Oh, about 7 o'clock. You give him a phony name and tell him you live way out of town and you got an upset stomach. Old Doc just loves upset stomachs. <laughs> He'd go 10 miles to see one if he had to crawl there on his own. <laughs> well, I hate to fool him, but it, it's been a good cause. Say, did you manage to get hold of his extra door key all right? <laughs> oh, sure. Me and Ollie did that down at the Elks Club. We knew he had to get his pants off, see, so we spilled a bucket of water on him. Well, yeah. heavenly days, wouldn't a glass of water have been enough? you ever noticed the size of Doc's britches, kiddo? <laughs> glass of water in them limousine-type seat covers wouldn't hardly make a wet spot. <laughs> Anyhow, he took the pants down to the furnace room and swiped the key, see? Doc huddled around in a pair of red and white striped shorts.
6: It's a wonder he didn't catch cold. Oh, you
2: should have seen him. Or maybe you shouldn't have. <laughs> From the back, he looked like a Siamese white elephant wearing peppermint bloomers. <laughs> Oh, he was the most uh Oh, watch it, McGee. He's coming up the walk right now. Oh, yeah, there he is. Good old Doc. Bless his little fat waddle. Oh, he's unducked. Hold it. Come in. Good morning, Dr. Gamble. Good morning, my dear. Hi, possum Puss.
3: <laughs>
2: Hi, <Hiya>, Rumple Bucket. <laughs> What are you doing out walking the streets? You on the lamb from the medical board again? Yes. They found out I'd been your doctor all these years and they want to arrest me for maintaining a nuisance. <laughs> Very funny, George. You pretty busy, Doctor, the holidays and all? Oh, yes. Christmas Eve is starting early
7: this year, Molly. I've already had one call from an anatomist Santa Claus suffering from the flu. Yeah? How'd you catch it? Didn't catch it. He got stuck in it. <laughs> fellow planned to surprise his children tonight, so he tried a dry run this afternoon.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
7: Drier than he thought.
3: Yeah. Boy, I
2: hope you didn't try to go in after him. Not me. I sent a bricklayer. Yeah. Then I've had three calls so far from frantic mothers complaining that their children's tongues have turned blue. Oh, my goodness. What causes that?
7: Licking Christmas tree ornaments.
2: You yeah. never seem
7: to lick the red ones. <laughs> I just swab off the tongue and check the nose and ears for tinsel. <laughs> <laughs>
3: What a
2: racket he's got, Molly. Probably calls that a tinselectomy. <laughs> so you charge 20 bucks for it. Well, my gosh, I don't know. Molly you... Gee, like don't talk like that. Well, he upsets
7: my stomach. Your stomach gets upset every time you look in the mirror, loudlip.
3: Well. And I
7: don't blame it a bit.
3: Well.
7: But I didn't come here to discuss your insides, which I hate anyhow. <laughs> I came to
3: bring a gift. That's...
7: Well, where is it? Where's the but gift? I got and left it at the office. Oh. I'll bring it over tomorrow. So long. So long, Bye, Doctor.
2: Isn't he sweet McGee? Yeah, good old doc. He's got a heart of gold way down deep inside of that tub of blubber. <laughs> Some place. Uh-huh. Did I tell you the extra present I got for him? No, what'd you get? Something nice? Yeah, you know, when I and Doc went quail shooting? Yes, last week. Well, I took what Doc shot to a taxidermist and had it stuffed. Oh, he should like that. Yeah, he'll have the only house in Wistful Vista with a stuffed cabbage on the wall. <laughs> oh, so that's what he has. That's what he has. I thought he... Come in. Good morning, Ollie.
7: Well, good morning, missus, and have one yourself, McGee. Hi, Ollie. I get along with the food for Doc's party. Oh, you staying, McGee. The missus is cooking away very like 60. Good. I'll bring the stuff when I get there, but the missus will be a little late.
2: Oh, oh, anything wrong, Ollie?
7: No. First, she has to go to school tonight to see little Sven and little Ollie in the Christmas play.
2: Oh, that's nice. What will they be in the play?
7: Angels, missus.
2: Oh.
7: <laughs> <laughs> but all day, they act like they come from the wrong address. <laughs>
2: They cut up a lot, do they?
7: McGee, they're used plain murder. Yeah. <laughs> their mama makes angel suits for them out of my old night shorts, and then she makes wings out of wire and hooks them on their shoulders. That's where the wings sprout from, McGee. I know, I know. Well, how did I know, that you know.
3: <laughs>
7: anyway, she hooks the wings on their shoulders, and the kids start jumping around, and the wire slips down. Oh. You wouldn't believe where the wings sprouted from then. <laughs>
3: I got a fair idea.
2: <laughs> well, I tell you, you're mighty lucky to have those children Ollie. Yeah. Just think what a lonely life Dr. Gamble has, being a bachelor.
7: Yeah, I, I often of the doctor at Christmas missus, All by himself in that big house. No little voices on Christmas morning. No little feet running down the stairs.
6: You're right.
7: I was used to telling my missus, a house like that on Christmas must not seem like a home. It must seem used like heaven. <laughs> 30. So long, so Bye,
3: Ollie.
2: You know, I'm glad Mrs. Swenson is fixing food for the party. She's one of the best cooks in town. Oh, no better than you are, kiddo. Maybe you don't think old dad notices them things, but to me, you're the queen of the skillet. Why, thank you, dearie. There ain't many women could, could cook a cheap lamb shank so it tastes like the best pork ham. There ain't many women could cook a cheap lamb shank so it tastes like the best pork ham.
3: <laughs>
2: you buy low on the lamb and make it seem like we're eating high on the hog. Why, McGee, you overwhelm me. Yeah, me too. And I love it because I don't get. Come in. Hi, daughter. Hi, Johnny. Hello there, kid. Hello, Mr. Old Hi, Old Timer. Did you get the tree and the holly for Doc's party tonight?
1: Oh, took care of, Johnny. Good. I was up early this morning and off to the woods at the crack of dawn with my new scout axe and my old battle axe. <laughs> old battle axe? My girlfriend, Bessie. Oh, I took her along to help me pick the holly. Oh. Bessie just loves them crazy red berries. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, is she coming to the party with you tonight? No, she can't make it, daughter. Her sister Essie is visiting her for Christmas. She's an ostrich, Essie is. An ostrich?
7: Yep. Married an Austrian.
1: Oh. Fellow yeah. <laughs> always has a glass in one hand and another glass screwed in his eye. Yeah.
2: He sounds like a Duke or maybe a
1: count. Might be a Duke, Johnny, but
7: the
2: son of a gun is no count. <laughs> $3 from Bessie
6: yesterday just to get his spats half sold. Well, anyhow,
2: I hope you got a nice tree for the doctor's house, Mr. Old Time.
6: Oh, it's a beauty, daughter. And I know
7: trees. I come from a long line of tree experts. Hmm. In fact, all the pompous folks
2: spent most of their time hanging around big trees. Yeah. <laughs> by their necks, probably.
4: <laughs>
3: no,
2: by their tails.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> My favorite joke, Johnny. I'll tell it at the party tonight. Come on, kids. Billy Mills and the orchestra, and a special arrangement of some familiar Christmas melodies.
2: Of putting up the tree and everything. Almost time to go, ain't it? Pretty near. Good. I'm just pasting Christmas fields on his presents. Mm -hmm. I put the fruitcake and the root beer out in the front hall. What do you got there? Oh, books. I've been looking through my own special treasures to see if there wasn't something else I could give old Doc for Christmas. These books he'll love. Well, that's a generous thought. (laughs) What are they, dear? All my favorites. Here's Tarzan's other eight. boys with King Farouk. Here's Tom Swift and his mechanical lint picker. Ah, these are the prize books of the litter. I've seen the way you keep your books, dearie, and litter is the word, all right. Ah, you're sweet, though. You are fond of the doctor, aren't you? Ah, sure, I love every ton of him. (laughs) Me and old Doc hit it off first time I looked into his eyes and he looked down my throat. That was a long time ago. Ah, but I'll never forget it. It was ten years ago or more. we just come to Whistful this is then, and I had a backache and I saw his sign. Dr. George Gamble. I went in and told Doc what was wrong and he smiled a friendly smile and put a friendly hand on my shoulder and something clicked. Friendship. No, my
3: spine.
2: Give <laughs> me a wrench that darn near busted my liliac. <laughs> Cured my backache, though. So I told him just to mail me a bill and I sent him a check. And I will, too, one of these days. <laughs> Leave me, kiddo, when I make a promise, a promise. Hello, Molly. Hi, pal. Hello, Mr. Wilcox. Hi, Junior. It's about time you got here. We're almost ready to go to dock. Did you bring the decorations, Mr. Wilcox? Where are they? Where are they?
1: Out in the car, Molly. Got a briefcase full. Oh, you shouldn't put Christmas tree ornaments in a briefcase. You'll smash them. No, not these, Molly. I'm going to dress up that tree and dress up the room with Reynolds wrap. That beautiful, gleaming aluminum foil. Oh, but I should have bought candy cane. Oh, now, wait a minute. Look, pal. Reynolds Wrap can be used for Christmas decorations in dozens of ways. For instance, uh, you can wrap things in it and hang them on the tree. Yeah, what
2: kind of things you wrap in it? Nuts, pal. Well, nuts
1: to you, too. <laughs> oh, no. no, no. Walnuts, pal. Yeah, I knew what you meant. <laughs> Reynolds Wrap turns them into beautiful, shining ornaments. Oh? It's almost magical the way that gleaming foil dresses up a house at Christmas. Well, I wouldn't have a Christmas without Reynolds Wrap. Come to think of it, I guess we wouldn't be there. Ah, <laughs> uh, you can tie shining bows of it on your Christmas wreath. You can drape it over the mantle. You can spread it out under the punch bowl. Ah, uh, I'll take the old-fashioned Christmas for mine with Uncle Dennis spread out under the punch bowl.
2: <laughs> now, never mind, Uncle Dennis. I think your Reynolds wrap decorations sound lovely, Mr. Wilcox.
1: Ah, uh, but you haven't heard my best idea, Molly. I'm going to build a winter scene under Doc's tree, some artificial snow, some evergreen twigs, and a sheet of Reynolds wrap to make a sparkling lake. No,
2: no, Junior.
1: No lake. No lake? Why? No lake. Oh. Oh, so there can't be a lake because you no know like. Right. A lake ain't a lake unless it's got water in it. So no lake. But wait a minute. A Reynolds wrap lake is better than a lake with water in it. Why? No lake. <laughs> Well, leak or no leak, I no like, so no leak. pal. I'm going to make a Reynolds Wrap leak with no leak. If you no like, you know what you can do? What? No look.
2: (laughs) That's telling you, Mr. Wilcox.
1: I intend to make full use of Reynolds Wrap, made by the world's largest producer of aluminum foil, the Reynolds Metals Company. Everybody should get an extra supply for the holidays because... Okay, okay, okay. It okay. Was
2: terrific. As the farmer said to the hired man when the haystack got ten feet tall, that's enough pitch. <laughs> oh, that's well, enough. now you boys pack the car, and I'll call the doctor now and get him out of the house. Yeah, you pack the car, Junior. I'll, I'll get the number for you, Mom. Okay, okay, Hello, operator. Give me the residence of Dr. George Gamble, Wistful Vista 2030. is that you, Mert?
3: Oh, dear.
2: <laughs> How's every little thing, Mert? Is it? What's that, Mert? Your kid brother. Became a popper last week.
5: I didn't even know he was married.
2: Oh, no, he ain't. He, he just got a better job at the popcorn factory.
3: <laughs>
2: he used to be a shucker. Now he's a popper.
3: <laughs>
2: How's that, Mert? No, it didn't go so good here either. <laughs> He's ringing, Doc, now. Grab the phone, kid. do do your stuff. Okay, Dave. Hello? Hello. Is uh, Dr. Gimble there?
3: This is Dr.
2: Gimble. Well, Doctor, this is Mrs. Wearywort. <coughs> Would you come to my house right away? Oh, I got a misery in my stomach.
3: Well, where do you live, Mrs.
2: Uh... Wearywort? Oh. I'm out on the Old Ox Road, about eight miles as the crow flies. If-and-it's-a-young crow.
3: And your house, Mrs., uh...
2: Weary Yeah. You can't miss the house. It's brown with a hole in the roof where we used to have a lightning rod. I wish you'd hurry, Doctor. The misery in my stomach is getting, oh, real chronic.
3: All right, I'll leave at once. Goodbye, Mrs.
2: Uh, it's still weary, Ward.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Goodbye, Dr. Gimble. <laughs> well, he's leaving now, boys. Good. Come on, Junior. Grab the roof here and let's get started for Doc's house.
3: <laughs> well, make sure that wreath is in the
2: center of the window there before you nail it up, Ollie. All right, well, get that tinsel on the tree there, boy. Come on, old-timer, get them ornaments on. Huh? Doc, oh, Doc ain't here, is he? No, dearie, relax. Yeah.
1: This is a surprise party for Doc, remember? Yeah, well, keep working, fellas. We haven't got all night.
2: We couldn't stood it all night. Hand me the hammer, Wilcox.
1: Yeah, hand in the hammer,
2: Wilcox. Okay. Old-timer, hurry up there. Hey, Wimp, you can... Oh, Wimp ain't here either, is he? Doggone it, why ain't Wimp here? Oh, well, you're slucky, I guess.
3: <laughs> Maybe he couldn't get away, Johnny.
2: Well, he better get away. We all got work to do here. <laughs> Bindy, you start doing yours, Bindy.
3: <laughs> what do you mean? I'm working
2: every minute, Ollie. I'm thinking, <laughs> <laughs> and that Ollie is work. Well, certainly. My gosh, somebody's got a boss, this deal. Come on, you guys. Let's get this job done here.
7: Okay, boss. Hand me some more lights. I'll put them up. I'll put the lights
2: on the tree. I want it done right. Where are they? On
1: the floor, boss. Right behind you. Oh,
2: yeah. oh my god you stepped all over <laughs> well, it. Oh, that ain't the... Dad's rat it. What lunkhead left them Christmas tree lights on the floor? You did, boss. Hmm. <laughs> well, why didn't somebody pick them up? I can't think of everything. Oh, my God. no, no! now, no. wait a minute. Take it easy, boss. No. We've got plenty of lights. Yeah. Hey... What if Doc comes home before we're through? Oh, I got that all covered, boy. I got Teeny, the kid down the street, watching for him. Soon as Doc's car turns down this block, she'll be... Hey, here's Wallace Wimple. Yeah. yeah hello, Wallace. Hold the ladder, will you? Hello, Mr. Wimple. Hello, folks.
6: <laughs> look at the popcorn balls.
2: Uh-uh. They're for later, Mr. Wimple. We've got a whole big lunch spread out in the dining room
6: there. Yeah, where have you been, boy? You're late. Well, as Sweetie Face and I had a little discussion about where to hang our holly wreaths. Oh? I wanted to hang them in the windows, and she wanted to hang them on the door.
2: I suppose she won the argument. No,
6: we compromised. Oh, that's fine. She hung one on the door, and I hung one on the window, and then she hung one on me. <laughs> Just looking at those popcorn bulbs makes me hungry.
2: Well, here, Mr. Wimble, no use torturing yourself. Yeah. I'll put them up here on the mantel where you can't see them.
6: Oh, thank
2: you. <laughs> well, come on, Wimp, get to work. Grab that last string of Christmas tree lights there, boy. Test the
6: bulbs, will you? All righty. I'll try a red one first. They no, go... no, not in your mouth. I said test them. Oh, I thought you said taste them.
5: <laughs>
6: I didn't think it'd have much flavor to them. Although I once tried a brittle Bill Flicker's egg, and it looked just like a light bulb... How'd it taste? Like a light bulb. <laughs> I'd rather have popcorn bulbs. Look,
7: Bim, two fellas cut out the yak-yak and hand them lights up here.
2: I just need one more
1: spring from the top.
2: Ah, oh, the tree looks just beautiful, doesn't it, McGee? Right,
1: thanks, Mrs.
2: All the gifts stacked under it. Yeah,
1: and the beautiful Reynolds wrap, that pure aluminum foil spread out... All no, right, you guys, all right. Let's check this whole thing off now and
2: be sure we haven't overlooked anything. Wilcox, all the decorations up? Right. Molly, all the food laid out? Fruit, beer ready? Right. Old-timer, you got the ornaments and tinsel on the tree? Right. Holy, you got the lights all on the tree?
7: Oh, this is you silly. You're looking right at it, McGee.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Ah, just look
2: around this room, Molly. When I think what a wonderful thing I'm doing for old Doc for Christmas, it just gives me a warm feeling all over.
6: That's the way I am about popcorn balls. (laughs)
2: Well, I tell you, the doctor will love it, dearie. Yeah, and he ought to be here soon, oughtn't he? Right. Now, look, here's what we do, you guys. As soon as we hear he's coming, we'll douse all the lights in here, see? I took the bulb out of the hall light, pal. Good. When Doc comes in and turns on the hall switch, it won't light, see? And he'll stand there muttering and stuttering to himself, and then we'll turn on the Christmas tree and we'll all holler, Merry Christmas. Hey, hey,
5: hey, Mr. McGee, he's coming, he's coming. Oh, oh, okay,
2: Okay. teeny, okay, teeny, you stay Mm -hmm. here now.
5: Quick.
7: Touch the lights. I'll stand by the tree, McGee, and turn it on when we're ready. Yeah. I'll, I'll stand over here.
6: I'll stand here by the popcorn bar. <laughs> oh,
2: McGee, this is so exciting. I know the doctor will just love
3: it.
4: Yeah. Shh. Now, quiet, everybody. Stay with me. People that call me out on Christmas Eve. Of all the gall. Roam around the country for three hours and never did. Okay, Ole, turn on the tree. Here yep. we go. Merry
3: Christmas, Doc! Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas, Doc!
2: Well, gee whiz, a a tree! (laughs)
3: Yeah! (laughs)
2: Presents! McGee and Molly and Whip and all
3: these...
2: Ah, fellas, you shouldn't have
3: done it. Look at that
7: tree and all the presents. Yeah, Yeah, sure. I gotta tell you, Doctor, the whole idea was McGee's. All we did was use the little things, like doing the work, you know.
3: (laughs)
6: He he thought it all.
7: Yes, he did, Doctor (laughs) Gee, uh I don't know how to say thanks
4: A little little tallow head
2: (laughs) Well, gee, I I, The only reason we Well, you know, us guys We, well Well, you deserve it, Doc (laughs) You've been a sweet old slob
3: (laughs) (laughs) Gee, it's
2: gonna be so lonely around here this is a wonderful surprise, kid. Yeah, and that ain't all either, Ducky. Yeah. We saved the best surprise for the last. Okay, Teenie. Come on, kid. But
5: the night before Christmas and all through the house, not a creature was very
4: The children were nestled all warm in their wee little bed.
3: Wild visions of sugar plums danced in their wee little heads. Papa in her kerchief and I in my cap had just settled on.
6: I attacked when I did to see what was the matter.
3: Away <laughs> to the window I flew like a flash, Threw open the shutters, threw open the tank. Then, what oh, to my wondering, I should appear on a miniature sleigh and a tiny reindeer. <laughs> With a little old driver so lively and quick, and I knew right away <laughs> that it must be safe. Nick. <laughs> All oh, bundled in her
5: like a cherry. <laughs> His jolly little mouth was drawn up like a ball. <laughs> the beard on
0: In between episodes, we heard Guy Lombardo's 1952 version of Jingle Bells. Other popular Christmas tunes in 1952 included Rosemary Clooney and Gene Autry's The Night Before Christmas, Autry's big solo hit, the classic Frosty the Snowman, Fred Waring and his Pennsylvanians version of Twas the Night Before Christmas, A Visit from St. Nicholas, Christmas Day from Eddie Fisher, and two versions of I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus, one from Jimmy Boyd, the other from Spike Jones and his city slickers. The first episode we heard was originally broadcast on December 16th, 1952. That night, you could have also turned your radio into Christmas-themed episodes of Cavalcade of America and My Friend Irma, plus episodes of Life with Luigi, Dr. Kildare, Martin and Lewis, and The Black Museum. Doc Gamble's Surprise Party was broadcast a week later on the 23rd, a night with even more festive listening choices, including shows from Paul Whiteman and Red Skelton. Walt Disney gave theatergoers a holiday treat with the now-classic cartoon Pluto's Christmas, while Christmas Day 1952 saw the second annual broadcast of Giancarlo Minotti's Christmas Opera, Amal and the Night Visitors. I truly hope you enjoyed this episode of the Classic Christmas Archives podcast and invite you to join us again next time when we will thrill to a pair of Christmas-themed detective programs from the golden age of radio. Until then be sure to check out our show notes and visit us at our blog at christmasarchivespodcast.blogspot.com christmasarchivespodcast.blogspot.com
3: for more vintage Christmas goodness.